G'day punters, welcome to Victims of the Punt. We're looking at Kembla Grange. We've got Group 2 racing once again in New South Wales. A couple of uh, learned gentlemen alongside me, Mark Sheehan, Mark Roden, also Rob Scarry joining the preview as well to talk all things New South Wales and Sydney racing. Mark Sheehan, I'll start with yourself. Uh, what are we forecasting for Kembla Grange this Saturday? We're forecasting a five-metre rail with a very dry deck. <laughs> and... Um... We'll just have to see uh, what transpires there. Let's hope it races a lot better than Randwick did last week, and I'm sure it will. Well, indeed. Mark Roden, did you have any thoughts at all early leading into the meeting? Uh, assuming fair. It's only one metre further out than it was at the last meeting a fortnight ago. I completely overthought that meeting, and I, I talked myself into it being a hot rail early, which the results half bore out. But I think, especially later in the card, the track was fair. Uh, it's going to be a strong northerly wind, which... Just historically doesn't seem to favour inside or out in, in particular. So I'm going in just assuming it's fair until uh, proven otherwise. And Rob Scarry, a big welcome to you. Now, obviously, normally, if you're on course, you wouldn't be looking at fields at all. But obviously, this is COVID times and you would have had a sneaky peek at uh, some of the races that we're going to be previewing today. What did you think of the card? Looks looks kind of juicy. You know, first half seems to be a bit rubbish as, as it has been the way for the last few weeks so i don't think i'll be getting too involved early but the second half there's you know some great horses i'm very excited to see what animo does um any any chance i'll leave the sprinklers on just just for the you know just for the horses <laughs> anyway we'll be up, we're up on a soft six <laughs> anyway i'll go and full pill it out after one day i know that Handy, handy little sponsor there they're throwing in there as well, the four pillars. All right, race five. Let's have a look. We'll go race five through ten here at Kembla. Dulcifier Stakes to kick us off, which is a listed race over 1,500. Market has Tiger of Malay favourite at 370. Silent Impact, 440. Gianna, seven. Uh, Royal Zelle, $9. Military Expert, 950. Double figures the rest. Mark Sheen, you can have the new ball. Take us away. Um, yeah, it'd have to be with Tiger and Malay here. I know he's drawn a bit awkwardly, but the set weights and penalties, I think, have played into his favour. He gave Coast Watch, I think, eight kilos the other day. It subsequently won. Solid impact is obviously the, the big query here. He's won his only two starts. He's drawn barrier number one, but uh, hasn't raced for, I think, seven weeks. But it was a, a, a very good win. Um, he was revved up with a strong trial at Gosford, um, where he did run fast time, but as I said, he is jumping sharply in distance, but that stable seemed to be able to do it, but uh, just at the weights, I think Tiger and Malay, if he gets any luck with the genius on, I'm going his way. Yeah, indeed. Uh, Mark Roden, your thoughts here, Tiger and Malay, uh, James McDonald in the genius? Yeah, best horse. Uh, attractively weighted with a compressed sort of weight scale here, and the genius on board, um, and I've actually, I'm going around here. Uh, the barriers put me off. I couldn't get him. I couldn't get him in. He's going to make me look stupid, Joe McDonald, when he gets in the running line with a trail midfield or something. But um, I, it just puts me off taking too short a price. It's it's not ridiculously short at three seventy, and I've got it around five dollars top pick. But it's just a bit short for me to back with that um, map issue. I think Silent Impact's a big query. I mean, very gay waterhouse thing to do, isn't it? You know, thousand twelve hundred, tip it out for two months, and first up at fifteen hundred. But um, yeah. The, She's been doing, does this with a lot of her horses. Very solid trial, really brings them on fitness-wise. Um, a lot of people like to see trials going to the line under their own steam, but um, the way the Waterhouse Botyard trial theirs, give them big rev-ups, and it, it tends to get them fit and they're ready to go. So I think it's a big chance. 
um, from a betting perspective, uh, one that might be an improver, um, so it's pretty much improved every start in his life. He's in his third prep now as number 10, Allegron, uh, in the blue covers. Um, about a month ago, huge win in a, at uh, Newcastle. Just absolutely walked in that day. Now, he needs to step off that to, to be competitive here, but he, I mean, he, he showed something that day. I su suggest, excuse me, suggested that he could. And at around 12, 14 to 1, I'll have something on him. Interesting horse uh, from Brisbane Hinge, who's now with Chris Waller. I've uh, sort of half wanted to find it because it's been in a sort of upward spiral ratings wise as well, admittedly on wet tracks. But uh, I wish I hadn't seen its trial. It, it just, Yarnis and another horse just ran straight past it. Um, so don't quite know what to make of it. But um, look, I think Tiger Malay's the one to beat with luck. Uh, Silent Impact, the big query, and Allegron, uh, the spec, a uh, bit of value. Okay, Rob. Uh, Tiger of Malay, actually from a, a really well-producing mare. I think it's the, the half to Samazdat and WA and Samavare as well, which was a champion fillies winner over in Perth. So, you know, nice enough uh, horse, I'm sure, in terms of the, the breeding stocks. But what's it like as a type? Strong, masculine style. Um, it was out of a, a stallion I didn't think would be much good, um, but it's turned out to be really good. He's won a golden slipper. It was just a little, little squibby thing. I remember seeing him uh, when he won the English race. I'm talking about extreme choice and uh, didn't impress me. And he went like a rocket. Um, but yeah, this is a good type. I thought Mark Mark Roden, um, Stray, with your, a couple of your favourites and Anthony Cummings, Sam Clipperton, any yeah. love there? Yeah. I mean, both their camps this week for sure. Um, look, I, I'm not overly key. I, I've, I've been following this uh, Arnaquir. I think it's just a plotter. It needs 2,000. Um, I, I don't know what I've done with Tiger in Malay. He's, he, he was once one of mine, but I'm not sure if he is anymore after he nutted me on Coast Watch the other week. Um, no love for this Royal Zell. Um, we thought that run last week, you know, it's one out, one back. I remember you said at the time, Mark, when you overthought the track, that um, maybe that 1-1, one, one, he, he should have won by three lengths. But you, yeah. you, you're had another look at that and thinking it was just a win? Uh, look, it was just a win, but the one thing I will say was that he was 56 days between runs there. He, he certainly looked like he was going to win by three on the turn. Maybe it was fitness. Maybe that's brought him on. Uh, is I, he not, a wet tracker, do you think? Well, that's that's another question. Yeah, he might be. I'm not discounting him just because that win was pretty unimpressive the other day. I think he can go better than that, but as Mark said, he might not get to. I think I bet up on him at Rose Hill and he's won three straight since it's true. Yeah, <laughs> That was, uh, yeah. Uh, that's right. Cath rode him. Cath rode him and then J-Mac hopped on. Yes. Yeah. And, and went to That's enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Don't rake up old graves. Um, yeah, look, I, I, don't, I can't see much. If I was to have a, you know, a, a tip at odds, it would probably be Royals L on improving a little bit. But I, I don't think it's a very strong race. I don't think they're very good, these horses. Okay. Let's have a look at race six, which is the Scirocco. Group two, over 1,200 for the Phillies and Mares. You've got Entra there. Yeah, I'm not getting that right, I'm sure. $2.35, Talia at $6.50, Written Beauty at $7, Fatuse at 8 Marbusha $9.50, then out to Forbidden Love at $16. Mark Sheen, Phillies and Mares, any thoughts here? Oh, well, look, the favourite does set up well here. Uh, she was going to be favourite over all these horses in the, the race where she was scratched a couple of weeks ago, and I think she had 59.5 in a handicap. And now she comes here to the set weights and and she's got 55 and a half. So just on, if this was a handicap, she'd be conceding uh, most of these fair bit of weight. Has had a slight setback, uh, but has trialled in the interim. Probably short enough the price and, you know, maybe first time on a very hard deck like this. 
I don't know what to make of that format of that lead-up race where for two swan they're all in a bunch there. Written Beauty got flattened at the start and made up a stack of ground. Um, I went looking a little bit wider. I thought Marbusha had a chance at odds here. I think she'll get a nice run. Um, and uh, I think she represented a bit of value in the race. I think they'll probably run along a bit here. I think Vulpine will go forward every rose. I think will be ridden for speed rather than ridden back as it was last time out. So they may get along. So I'm just hoping that uh, Marbusha can get a, a decent spot in about fifth or sixth. So I just went a little bit wide. Entrevue, obviously, hard to beat. Yeah, has been very kind to uh, the Malbec family, Marbusha, over the journey. Mark Roden, your thoughts here in the Scirocco? Yeah, I've... I think she has to be on top in Trivier, but uh, she's just got in a bit short for me now. It's, I think it went up 3.30 or something like that, so it's been a very solid go already. Um, definitely the one to beat. The only one I uh, could entertain out of the lead-up, uh, the toy show, was Forbidden Love, who I thought did more than enough at 1,100. Probably better at 1,400 than 1,200, but 1,200 um, probably okay this time of the prep. I think I could spec her at double-figure odds. Yeah, wouldn't really want to be on anything else out of that race, uh, to be quite honest. Um, Written Beauty was okay in that race after getting all the way back, but it's uh, it's always well found in my opinion. Uh, and we uh, we from there, yeah, for two Smabusher, yeah, I've got them, I've got them in a bunch. I'd I'd like to back on Trivia if I could get about two seventy. Um, that looks like it's not going to happen now, so maybe just a small bit on Forbidden Love. It's sort of been a bit ruined as a betting race for me this one. Okay, and Rob Scott, any thoughts here for the Phillies and Mares? Well, the, the favourite seems to be Papura soft track, and it, it's not going to get that, so that that might be a, a knock against it at the price. Um, I backed Written Beauty last start because I thought she paraded better. She can get really hot, so that'll be a bit of a, you know, in the four seconds I get, I'll be making a snap judgment on that. Um, the other thing I didn't like, yeah, Marbusha, I, I, think, I think she's got a really good sprint in the race sort of, there seems to be enough pace in the race. Um, the other one from the from the um, Godolphin Yard, I was going to say something else. Um, Talia, uh, that that should go pretty close. Okay. Well, let's jump to the first leg of the quaddy here, and that is race seven, which is the Theo Mark Stakes Group Two over thirteen hundred. In terms of the market, best available as of Friday morning. Big Parade is narrow favourite at three dollars ten from Private Eye at three dollars twenty. Uh, Madame Rouge, Embracer, Rohirin, all ten dollars. Ice bath eleven. Mark Sheen, thoughts here in the Theo Marks. Yeah, well, I, I, when I first picked it up, I said, "Oh, big parade, fifty-three and a half." But um, he doesn't put two together very often. This horse, so it's a bit of a worry with him. I know he bolted in the other day, but he did get a very soft lead, and he may get that again on Saturday. Although Peyton Place might be humming across from a wide barrier. Just too much pressure he gets in the middle stages. Embracer missed the start the other day, normally an on pacer, so he could be up in the mix as well. I, I don't know if I could back him at the price. I know he looked good the other day, but he has done this before, and his next run, he started a short price favourite and failed. So I'm going to let him go. Private Eye's got in short enough now. I, I could have contemplated him around the $465 mark, but he's going to be giving them a big start. I think it's a tricky race. I thought Madame Rouge had some chance from a soft draw from barrier number one if they do run along a bit here. But, uh, yeah, I just want to see how the track's playing. I might back Private Ivy gets back out, but uh, I'm not going to back the favourite. OK, that's fair enough. Mark Roden, your thoughts here? Yeah, very similar. I mean, if, I think he was $6 on Wednesday for about 20 minutes. Um, big parade. And at that sort of price, you'd, you could probably just bet and, and um, take the risk on him putting two together. But... 
uh, at 310, it's a different proposition. Um, yeah, I I was drawn to exactly the same um, fact that Mark was, to be honest. Uh, back in, I think it was December, he uh, destroyed a field um, and then came out and got beaten at even money his next start. Um, waited at least two to three lengths below what he had to start before. Uh, I mean, he trolled really well before uh, that first up run and he trolled well again since, but it's just a price issue for me. Um, that said, I don't want to take 320 uh, private eye. Um, maybe maybe Nimalee, I think it's trialling okay. It was a very good first up last time um, too. It could be a chance at a bit of a price. But um, yeah, just uh, perhaps I'm overthinking it. You know, if I just took big parades last one in face value, you'd say he's a bet even at $3. But um, yeah, just he's, he's got form and not putting two together. So that's just putting me off. Okay. Rob, there's a couple of old favourites here for you. Yeah, certainly. A couple of uh, horses to follow uh, in this race. They're all clashing against each other. But I, I, Big Parade just jumped off the page to me. I, I think he's improving as he's getting older. And I think uh, he'll, he'll, he'll just about win. He broke the track record last start um, at this at the track. Firm deck. But, you know, we'll, we'll be, I'll, you know, I'll make a judgment when I have a quick look at him because he can, he can be a naughty boy in the yard. Um, Ice Bath, I, I wanted to follow anywhere, even on a firm track. But, um, yeah, 9.50... Um, Give, giving weight to some fast horses. I'm not sure if, if the track was soft, I'd, I'd definitely be on her. Um, Madame Rouge, an old old favourite, back to her first up last time. So, you know, you've got the double figures, J Mac Waller. So she might, might be an auto bet. Um, but for me, I, I think Big Parade just wins this. Okay. Race eight, run to the Rose Group two for the three year olds over the 1200. Animo's favourite. 290 into 250 best available at the moment. Converge is six. Uh, Remarks actually 550, so just edging in front of Converge. Stay inside is eight in the Congo, 10 with Home Affairs, 12 and Captive on $16. Mark Sheen, interesting race. Well, the three year olds have been for thrill seekers this year, haven't they? I don't think a favourite's lobs. Um, and this horse has had a setback and one very soft trial over 740, so, and you want to butter up to the short odds. Um, he also seemed to me to get better deeper into his preparation and his best two runs were on wet tracks. So it uh, looks a bit too skinny for me, can't back it. I think this is D-Day for a mark, drawn badly, but he does have the pull and the weights. Got a um, Hugh Barman in the saddle. Uh, forget that last run, he got badly strung up for a run. Whether that forms uh, up to these is, I suppose, a question mark, but um, I'll give him one more throw at the dice and converge, who I never thought I'd be backing in these sort of races. A dead set 14 2 pony, but he just kept getting better and better and better. Good trial the other day. Should get a good run from the gate. Obviously, short of his best distance, but uh, he'll be in the right position in the race. So I'm going around the favourite Animo. So, remark for me from Converge. Okay, Mark Roden. Yes, struggle to find. Anything of the main chances shorter than the market. I, I've got NMO over $3. Yep. Uh, just first up, I'd, it might be too good, but uh, at sub six to four, I'll have to let it go. I've got Remark second, but I've got it around the market price too. Same with Stay Inside, Stay and Converge. The, if I was going to force a bet, it would probably be on something like Captivant, who's going to obviously be better over further, but was very good first up and his big odds. <clears throat> And just the complete dream one is um, Flying Crazy, who was given absolutely no chance uh, last start and rattled home, um, but admittedly in a much weaker race. So it's probably a bit optimistic, but I, I was taken with that run and around 50 to one I could entertain 
a spec on it. Um, but yeah, I think the, the market is the market's pretty tight, and making it hard to bet. Okay, Rob Scurry, run us through some of these horses based on type. What do you like here? Uh, Animo is, is, is a magnificent type. He, he took a long time to get fit in his two-year-old campaign. I, I remember the day he beat uh, Stay Inside. He still looked fat to me, and I was keen to follow him wherever he went. He produced a couple of huge runs after that. So, um, again, like you guys, I, I love him. I think he should be on a Caulfield Guineas to a uh, Cox Plate. No self-interest there, but I, I think he's I think he's bred mm-hmm. to do that. He doesn't, you know, Sheik Mo doesn't need the cash in the Everest. I don't think he's ever won a Cox Plate. So, you know, think about that. Um, you know, anyway, uh, I, I, the best type, um, almost the best type for me was, is Chris's horse, um, Home Affairs. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure where it's going to get to in a run, but I love that horse every time I saw it. I expect it to be um, looking magnificent first up, um, as so many of Chris's horses do. Um, so I, th- I think that, that that's, that's a reasonable price. Uh, remark I've taken on every start. Um, it's a bit skittish. Um, it, it's probably still improving. It does have a, a weights advantage, so it does maybe seem a lot of a little bit of value. But um, I can't really see this too much as a betting race. It's sort of more of a watch race for me. And um, yeah, I've only done my nuts on the three-year-olds every every race. So you know, maybe I should learn from that. Not bet. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, race nine, benchmark eighty-eight over twelve hundred meters. Uh, Count the Rupee, favourite at $4 from Emanate at four forty. Ventura Ocean at 7 Hulk is 10 Never Talk is 11 Mazu 12 and Zakat is 13 So just numbers there. Uh, Mark Sheen, anything that takes, uh, take you, takes your eye here in race 9? Yeah, very very keen on the count here. Yeah. Um, got a couple of wins at Kembla. Goes good fresh. Brock Ryan takes two of his back, 53. Drawn a good barrier. Um I think he sets up well to win this race. Got a brilliant win one day there at Kembla in fast time. Uh, old mate Hulk will get back, but we'll be running on. M and eight, don't know what to make of it. Still a jury out for me. Wide draw, 58 and a half. So I think the count's the way to go for me, number eight. Okay, Mark Roden, surely not Hulk this time with Glenn Boss on board? No, no, not Hulk. Um, I don't know. I, I found it a bit even. I, I, I don't have any... Count for Rupi sort of jumped off the page at me, um off the acceptances. I've actually cracked it in a couple of things. It's been a bit of a mate of mine, but yeah, I don't, figures aren't absolutely huge with me, or most of us prep anyway. Um, I concede it's very well weighted and should get a good run. I just, I couldn't get it as short as $4. I've got it one of the top chances, but just not that short. Well, Emanate had that one dynamic win at Rose Hill last prep, and if it runs up to that, it can win for sure, but the form all around it isn't up to that level. I know she's back to benchmark race from running in fillies and mares sort of stakes races and Joe Macon, you know, might be enough. But again, don't think I can get it as short as the market. Um, I'm left with things like, I don't know, the cat who's honest and Mizzou, the interesting three-year-old down in the weights. But yeah, I'd have to force myself to back them, I think. So it might be, I'm not much up this morning. It might be another one I'm, I'm not taking too much part in. Okay. Rob, anything you like here in race nine? Counter rupees has to be top pick for me. Um, I saw it one day when um, I was all, all set to load the cannons on a horse called Marway, a Kenzo on a Wednesday, and then it came in and kind of thought, ah, oh. then I looked at the odds and they're both the same price. Um, so, anyway, I, I think if Marway was here, that, that'd be favourite. Um, Counter rupees, a decent type, and um, I expect it to, to run well here. Um, you know, it, 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 can, it can, seems like Hulk's a bet to me. Um, 
He'll run well again. Why would, won't he run well? His, his splits have been excellent. Um, maybe just back in the place. Um, but yeah, in, in a, I'm not overly enthused on the race. I think Never Talk needs a soft track, and it's never been one of mine on type. Um, Emanate, you've got to watch these uh, good Olfen first up. They they are going pretty well, fresh, even though they can be podgy. Okay, that brings us to the last the uh, benchmark 78 of 1500. Uh, Kings Air 330. Love Planet four eighty, Brooks Spies five dollars, Academy nine fifty, Love Tap is twelve, Promotions fourteen. There's been a couple of scratchings with Bowery Breeze hinged and too much to bear. Mark Sheen, anything for yourself in the last? Um, well, King's Air's been heavily backed as soon as the markets went up. Gets back on a dry track, Barry number one. But I do remember him being beaten in this exact same race last year, where he Ed said put up the wide flag after having a beautiful run. Um, I'm going with Brooks Spear. Um, Comes in now to barrier number 12 with the scratchings. Uh, admittedly, was in the best part of the track on the Kenzo when she won first up, but um, she is a bonnie mare. Not much of her, but uh, she's a winner, and I think if she gets any luck in the run, I would rather be on her at the price. I think Wariri Falls was given no hope at all last start at Ramick. He was in the 1-1 the start before and blew them away, and then was 25 lengths off the lead last start, so... If he can position up a little bit closer, I think he's a speck at longer odds. King's Air probably got a chance, but too short for me. Still don't know about him. Okay, Mark Roden, thoughts here in the last? Yeah, I'm with Brooks Bar as well. Um, I admittedly won on a leader's track at Kenzo the other day, um, but still it was, it was outstanding and still ran the time it ran. Uh, if it can overcome that wide barrier, um, I think it's clearly the one to beat. I have it on top and shorter than the market, so it looks like a bet to me. I, I have no idea how Love Planet is shorter than it in the market. I mean, it's, I mean, it's just giving itself up how good it is, and the answer's not very. No, I know I got beaten a lip last time, but that was by Always Sure. It was a, not a Wednesday horse. It was, it was a dreadful race. It had every conceivable and just stopped in the last hundred. It's just making the market again. Uh, Kings Air, I think, is a better horse this prep, uh, but. 3.30 is well and truly short enough, and I'm struggling a bit beyond that. Uh, I expect Love Tap to go a lot better uh, at 1,500 than he did the other day, and I also expect a better run from Celestial Falls at Big Odds too, but I'm quite keen on this spot. Okay. Rob, can you make it a clean sweep here? Well, she, she has been one of mine, um, Brooke Spire, and I'm kind of um, ple pleased that Mark Roden's... Uh, oh, and Mark Sheen, not... not Mock a new mark, but um, I'm keen to, to go again on King's Air here. I think that the dry track suits, and um, I think he was pretty brave last start. It gets a big jockey upgrade, in my opinion. Um, you know, he's drawn better. If he if he'll be close enough, and um, I, th I think he's my best of the day. Um, Brooks Bar, I think she'd prefer a softer track. I don't know how you guys work out figures on wet tracks. I don't do figures, but you know, the times. <laughs> anyway, that that's that's not my go. Um, but yeah, I, I think uh, I, I think he's, yeah, he's, he should win um, Kings Air, and um, yeah, my best of the day. Okay, so if that's your best of the day, Rob, do you have any other best plays, whether they be value bets or otherwise? Um, not overly. Um, a bit like last week, I was about to race to well, the last time we were at Kembla when I backed Kings Air, I kind of waited all day for it. Um, other than that, no, nah, not not really. I just just be watching it as they come, and you know, it should be a great day to um, watch the races. I don't think. A great day to, to bet up heaps. Okay, Mark Sheen, you were confident on Count de Rupi. Is that your best of the day? 
Yeah, I like the can and I like uh, Brookspear in the last of the price. So uh, the last two for me, races nine and ten. Right. Can't chase if they get beat. <laughs> <laughs> I had it, had it over the first week. Well, yeah, indeed. Well, of course, pistol. Yeah, there's plenty going on there late in the card there at uh, Belmont on Saturday. All right, Mark Roden, your best. Um, it would have been... Uh, no, it wouldn't. Um, Brooksbeer, probably the best bet for me at $5. I think Allegron is well worth backing at double-figure odds, and it just occurs to me after that five-minute round about Love Planet that it's probably a certainty in the last minute. <laughs> Jay Mack and Waller. Yeah. That's probably yeah. the only reason why. All right, guys, thank you very much for joining here on Friday morning. We'll catch up on Monday to review this meeting. Uh, looks like another decent day's racing there in New South Wales. So look forward to seeing what happens there, and we'll talk about it on Monday.